Hey, it's Josh here. Um, well, let's see. Today I, I looked at different things to figure out what I want to put in my Bloms report. Um, I've seen a few movies and so forth. And then, then I looked at my notes and some of my fiction, which is is pretty it's good i like it i'm interested in developing it but it's you know it's not much i can do a spiritual commentary on right now um and i usually have a devotional the scripture of the day on my phone that comes in and it's also where it's i also use this devotion in, in the bible studies too it's like because it's a bible also uh, so I looked at that and I, I couldn't, I just couldn't connect with the, the verse that it shared today. So I looked around some more and I decided to go back to my old way of devotions. I had six of them, um, seven or eight, if you count the, the, the temporary devotions. But anyways, I read all of them. And uh, this is the thing that was cool about having multiple devotions when I, in my method of Bible study was uh, sometimes these are all different devotionals. You know, they're all written by different people. They all have different uh, denominational origins. But uh, what's interesting is sometimes when you read all of them in the day, you can find at least two, sometimes even three, that are on the same subject, which is really fascinating that written all books written at different times by different people, um, but set for a daily devotional time, like, you know, the day of the month, will say the same thing. I mean, I think that's amazing. It's kind of like how, I think it's how the Spirit works. You know, one of the ways the Spirit works. It's just using the same, it's kind of like what he did with the Bible, you know. All that was preserved for thousands of years and somehow brought together at the right time. Um, well, God's Word is still a living thing. So even among devotionals, uh, you can get a message for that day written by multiple authors in the same devotion and with different devotions. So I'm going to read what I discovered today. Let me get it together. So I'm going to start with a page from a Lutheran devotion called uh, Portals of Prayer. And it's for this day. Um, it begins with this scripture. And I will vindicate the holiness of my great name, which has been profaned among the nations, and which you have profaned among them. And the nations will know that I am the Lord. That's from Ezekiel chapter 36, verse 23. The title of this devotion is Reputation, this particular day. What we say and do around non-Christians put God's reputation on the line. 
but we join the gossip and speak ill of others? Do we drink too much at a friend's party? Are we a shining example of Christ? Or do we seem no different or worse than the rest of the world? If we do not differentiate ourselves from the uncleanliness of the world, we fail to serve God and neighbor. Our poor conduct makes a mockery of the new heart and Holy Spirit God gives us in baptism. Our unclean worldly actions sully God's reputation and give non-Christians a reason not to follow Christ. In short, our uncleanliness is shameful. Nevertheless, when we are ashamed of the uncleanliness of our sin, God says, not for your sake, but for the sake of Christ. God says, For the sake of Christ, not for your sake, but for the sake of Christ. I'm delivering you from your uncleanliness for the sake of Christ. My spirit is renewing you and helping you become a shining example of my grace once more. God's spirit continues to renew repentant hearts so that we can spread God's gospel and elevate the reputation of our gracious Lord. A prayer on this subject would be, Lord, please wash away the uncleanliness of our sin and help us to uplift our holy reputation. In Jesus' name, amen. And that's from Portals of Prayer. And I'm going to share with you from another devotional that's along the same line. This devotional book is uh, called uh, Jesus in Red. It's uh, 365 meditations on the words of Jesus. And um, it's interesting that the previous devotion we read from Portals of Prayer was about reputation. Well, this one is titled Within the Church. So I guess you could put it together and call it Reputation Within the Church. Well, or outside of it, whatever. But anyways, this is the scripture they begin with. Therefore, take heed how you hear, for whoever has to him, more will be given, and whoever does not have, even what he seems to have, will be taken from him. That's from Luke chapter 8, verse 18. And then this is the author's the, uh, devotionals commentary. There are many who sit within the body of Christ who seem to be part of the true church, but they are like Judas, who seemed to be a genuine disciple. The problem they have is that they lack the things that accompany salvation. They don't have the evident fruits that they have passed from death to life. These are false converts, goats among the sheep, foolish virgins among the wise, bad fish among the good, and tares among the wheat. These professing Christians are the workers of iniquity, of whom Jesus spoke, saying that there would be a great company who would cry out to him, Lord, Lord, but he would say to them, Depart from me, you workers of iniquity. 
That's from Luke chapter 13, verse 25 through 27. We need to examine ourselves and see if we are in faith. If we are not, then we should make our calling and election sure. Today, because we may not have tomorrow. And this uh, soul search on this devotion is like where you ask yourself a question. Have I examined myself for biblical fruit to see if I'm in the faith? Is there any hypocrisy in my life? And then here's your prayer. The prayer that they have at the end. Similar to Portals of Prayer. It says, Father, search me daily and show me if any secret sin has a place in my heart. I think it's interesting that both of these devotions were along the same subject. Uh, one was reputation, the other was within the church. But it was all referring to being workers of iniquity. Are you or are you not? And uh, I think it's important. And I, that's probably why we have a lot of people that don't go to churches because they see these workers of iniquity. They don't notice anything good that goes on in church. They just notice the bad stuff. And unfortunately, that rumors of that is spread out into the world, so people don't even bother going to church because of that. Uh, there are good things in different denominational churches, but chances are it's only the bad things that people will notice. And unfortunately, it's only the bad things that people will talk about. Non-denominationals love to do this. They always say, oh, this is what happened to the church. See, in, this, in the church, this is bad. This is why we're non-denominational, basically. That's what they're doing. They're defending why they're non-denominational. Because all denominations are corrupt. They go on and on and on about that all the time. And most of the time, they haven't even been inside a church a denominational church forever so they don't really know you know i like to go and actually try different churches and see how they are what they say but i look for the good things to be learned but i also i will notice the bad things but i i will ask a question i'll you know i'll examine and is like is it a habit in that church for that to be a problem and there are some habits that are a problem in the church, but it doesn't mean everything about that church was a problem. Anyways, I, it, reputation is important. And if you want to not soil the name of Jesus Christ, then you need to do a good, you need to do better representing him to the church and the world. Um, but anyways... I think I'll title this reading of devotions, Reputation Within the Church. <laughs>